previously on Knucklebones. After spending the evening at Capital H home, Bebetha, Blep, Gaultier, and yours truly emerged from the city's sewers into a bright and lovely morning, as bright and lovely as they can get in this goddamn city. Bright and lovely, I guess, until they just so happen to run into our buddy goblin mercenary Sturg and his mutated two-headed direwolf companion Gert. Fighting in their corner was another mutated direwolf and what appeared to be some hired muscle, a monstrous Itten. A bloodthirsty crowd of Crashians gathered and cheered as the groups clashed in the streets. I was a fucking genius, and I made quick work of them as I commanded the Etten to betray. The Etten slipped in a mass of grease, fell, and just so happened to smash Thurg's head in. Oh wow. This was before reaching the mayor's office in the middle of the city to inform her that Billiam had been dealt with. That conversation didn't go as the butts thought it would. When Mayor Sherrington confronted us with the pigskin head Babitha made, she pulls a lever and splash. Myself and Gaultier fall into a pit trap in the middle of the office. What the fuck? Bone boys, scolades, osteoendies, trans taluses, chitin kids, and all the cartilaginous folks in between. Welcome back, my beauties, to Knucklebones. Yo, get with the butts. What what with the butts? What what with the butts? Speaking again of butts. It is so hot in here right now. It's unbelievable. Holy fuck. It's like living in No, it's like living inside of a swampy ass crack. It's that hot. It's just it's unfucking bearable. I wasn't gonna go house. there, but since you did, it is unbelievably similar. Like that's I, what it feels like. I'm it's, so like it's, the sun's butt, the so swamp body. You guys had a chance, yes, for all kinds of hot butt content, and instead of all of the fun things that can mean, you were like, "What if you're stuck in a swamp ass? What if we just <laughs> shrek this whole situation? There's up? nothing." There's You're nothing not fun about this, this Matt. It could have been sex. Hot butts are sexy. It could have been nice. We could have we could have said cute things. You're hey. not in this home, Mikey says, as sweat drips from Matt's forehead. If we, <laughs> hey, if we need to have a thermometer off, bring it on, Oregon. Oh, no, it must be so hot there Easy. next to the ocean. C- come here to this desert valley in California where Satan's actual butthole lives. <laughs> Wait, it's okay for you to be in somebody's butthole, but not us? Well, it's Satan. I, I, I will argue. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, yeah. If there was any town that uh, any of us currently lived in that w- could be described as Satan's butthole, <laughs> Chico, California. Hey. <laughs> they don't call it the cheeks for nothing. <laughs> Wait, do they really call it the cheeks? I have like two friends who say that, and it's one of those things that I have always wished would catch on because. It, and it comes from people being like, yo, like people going out or whatever, like trying to get up in the cheeks. And then we all laugh and people are like, no one says that. And then I'm sad. That's like people calling Vancouver the coup. It's really only said like in jest. I can't believe they don't call it Coovertown. You can't change my mind. The good slang always starts sarcastically. 
right? Like oh, that's how yeah, it get, yeah. catches on the cheeks and the coup. Like, yeah, slang, yeah, yeah, you're gonna say that ironically, and and like it'll pick up. You just gotta give it some time. One of my favorite memes is uh, of, you know what? It doesn't matter. We need to go into the show. No, hey, no, Max. This is it's the such, show. It's such good podcasting to describe a meme to someone. <laughs> Please keep going. Yeah, let me just describe this meme in detail. Fucking like blotter style description. Like his coat is a little shabby and his red beanie is slightly askew. It, what looks He's to between be... five foot one and six foot eight. <laughs> this is this is a meme in and of itself. Is just describing me. That's what I mean. Is like, can you imagine if someone was like, listen to our comedy podcast, and every episode is seven and a half minutes, and it's just an, an NPR narrator telling you factually what is on a meme, and the last line is always just the text. <laughs> but I said to Boner Dog sixty nine, "What is the meme?" and what does it mean for all of us down the line? I think you mean, what does it mean for all of us? That's all for today, folks. Oh my God. That's too stupid. You're out of here. Sorry. <laughs> I, did, I did my Classic best Max. Michael Barbaro. I would love to do like uh, the monthly and it's just like a seven minute episode of just a really bad Michael Barbaro impersonation. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> talking about like I don't know uh, Mortal Kombat the movie. <laughs> like, I mean, I just think that it would could be just funny. be like APR, like Arbalea Public Radio, and we just that ties right in with Skynet. If you're not following Skynet, what I, are you doing? I also because I accidentally discovered this. Uh, so uh, pl- uh-huh. planning a trip, mm-hmm. you know, how, you know, how hotels have like sort of like theme rooms, and yeah. and a lot of times mm-hmm. they're the more sort of like quote unquote romantic. Rooms, oh, give me give me the nautical yeah. theme, all, baby. But yeah, it's like the fucking oh, yeah. Cape Cod room and the jungle adventure room. <laughs> and, and all it is is that they have like some tacky <laughs> wallpaper and a round bed or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, Consistently. Now you're speaking my language, Matt. I mm. was looking at hotel rooms and then I was like, I walk oh. into I walk into the room. I walk into the room. <laughs> what you see before you is a, a treasure <laughs> chest that's actually obviously just a crate from Target with some gold chocolate coins in it. Uh, I ignore the treasure chest and leap upon the you bed. You can see upon the bed there's a huge banner that says Pirate's Booty with an arrow pointing at the weirdly shaped round bed. It begins to spin. Um, <laughs> no, but so I was trying, I was like, okay, what are the right search terms for like the silliest hotel rooms? You know, because I was like, oh, theme rooms are hilarious. What I found out is that theme is clearly an internet code word for sexy. And there's a whole subsection oh. of Airbnb that is like sex positive, sex dungeon stuff, where it's like, come rent my flat, where, and it's like amenities included. And it's like the fucking Judas cross you can chain yourself to, and mirrors on every surface, <laughs> and a cabinet full of toys. And you're like, oh my God. Max is furiously oh Googling. Look at his face. No. Max is furiously Googling. <laughs> I, I am furious that you guys didn't know this was a thing already. I. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Max is like, why don't you patronize my business? <laughs> Guys. We get it, Max. You fuck. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so anyways, this whole conversation hurts me physically. <sighs> On that note, let's pivot. 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 Into D and D. Take a breath. In and out. Leave all them laughy giggly jokes behind. We are now Zen. 
podcaster. In Nick's personal ASMR podcast, thank you for joining us. What a pleasure to be here. And we're playing D&D. You see how well that pivot happened? We are here, D&D. Let's go. Check this one out real quick. Bright rays of morning sun shine through a window onto the mayor's desk in Crescia. A startled blep stands at a drink table on the opposite side of the room. Maybe he's making a cup of coffee? Maybe he's just curiously watching Babitha mix an unknown substance into her coffee? The short mare, a dwarf, moves to the side of her desk, aggressively moving towards them, lunging as she strikes with a savage snarl on her face. And then, splash! As Liza and Galtier land in a pit of murky, foul-smelling water. First things first. Let's roll them bones. Bones, bones, bones. What'd you get for initiative, Babitha? 19. Not that desperate. Ooh, nice. Liza, what'd you get for initiative? Ooh, baby, 23. Oh, wow. Believe you're up. <laughs> uh, Galtier got an 18 18 not too shabby let me do some shuffling around here so a couple of things are going to happen right off the bat this is going to be interesting so because of the way that this all unfolded the mayor is going to get to act first and in this first action the mayor is going to rush at Babitha sword in air a vicious snarl on her face, and she is going to make the first attack at Babitha. That's no good, Babitha. That's a natural 20. Out of the Shit. gate. So, let's roll up some damage here. We're going to get you pretty good. Holy shit. I rolled a natural 20, and I'm not even kidding. I just rolled four sixes on 4d6. I'm not even kidding. Shit. Okay. Come look if Uh, you must. No, I don't need to. um... That's insane. This combat got out of hand so fast. (laughs) Cool. It's just straight max damage. Oh, my God. Um... I don't mean to be a total insensitive prick, but add an additional four to that. Okay, so that's 28 points of damage. That's Um, nasty. So... It's not looking good. So... (laughs) Before Babitha has a chance to react to what the mayor is doing, Blep is already extending his reach out to her. And as the sword makes contact with Babitha, he casts a hellish rebuke at the mayor. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Hmm. Natural 19. I'm, I swear in the name of all things good and righteous in this world, natural 19. Okay, well, Babitha's unconscious and uh, <laughs> Blep, that was his reaction. So Blep still gets to go. One moment. I have to see if my homunculus can act even if I'm unconscious. No, because I have to be able to. Roll Blep's damage. He still takes half, or the mayor still takes half. Oh, okay. So you take four whole points of damage. Well, it counts. Liza, you find yourself 
15 feet down in a pit filled with murky, gross water up to about your waist. It's all dark all the way around you except for a 10 by 10 hole roughly above you where the trap door opened up. Ah! Ah! Galtea, did you break the ground with your fat ass? I wouldn't have said it in those words exactly, but yes. The pit that you found yourself in is about uh, 20 by 20. It's a pretty fair-sized pit, and the hole that you fell through is 10 by 10, so keep in mind that the hole is smaller than the general opening. Yeah, so we're in full, like, Jabba's Palace Rancor uh, rules. Yeah, this yeah. is the Rancor yeah. pit. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, totally. Except it's just the rank <laughs> pit because it smells rank. I am going to fuck my own ass. So, so Nick, I believe we established that there were mirrors on the top, of, on the ceiling, right? Of the mayor's office. No, but go on. <laughs> uh, I wanted to cast Healing Word <laughs> on on Davitha. First, first comes Definitely denial, not. and then negotiation. <laughs> you you definitely hear uh, you know the sound of the mayor snarling, followed probably by a, a grunt or a, I a just stud hear as Davitha falls. Yeah, um, you know. It, yeah, it it definitely stands to reason that you catch what's going on up there, weird ceiling sex mirrors or not. Um. So it was a ten. It was a ten foot drop. Fifteen. Well, I mean, fuck, dude. There's, like, nothing I can really do. Actually, uh, can I do a, a, like, perception check to see if there's a a door? Again, full Rancor Pit rules. Like, can I get some check around me? What's going on? Is there a a ladder or something? Yeah, roll perception. That's five. (laughs) (laughs) We're off to a... uh... A, a terrible, terrible start. You do not see anything. The, it's It was bright up in the office and you've fallen into this dark, murky pit and your eyes are just taking a little bit longer to adjust. What you do notice with your perception check, because I'm a kind of benevolent TM, Bullshit. is the is a small amount of splashing coming from the far side of the pit from where you landed, kind of from all around you, actually. Kind of like a... And you see little ripples on the water. So it's water that was fallen into by an object. I'm I'm just gonna cast vicious mockery and just gonna be like, I swear to God, if I come up there and Babitha is breathing, fuck, <laughs> breathing. <laughs> I swear to God, if Babitha so much has a wrinkle in her clothes, I am going to shove. My liar so far down your throat, your ass will be a... A gramophone. Yeah. Yes, a gramophone. Your ass is going to become a gramophone. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I'm I'm just going to cast Vicious Mockery on on them and then, yeah. That's a wisdom save? Uh, yeah. I got to put this die away. I rolled a 16 on my wisdom save. Great. Nope. Nothing. You don't deal any damage? Nope. Uh, If I cast Vicious Mockery, do a perception check, do I still have a bonus action? Um, I'll let you, yeah. It's kind of a free action. I look around as you're standing up. Uh, I'm just going to yell up to Blep and say, 
Please, lap. That's it. Just fully, <laughs> just so, just completely, just feeling so, uh, like nothing is going right. Everything is like panicking. Uh, and then I'm also just going to take my movement and go to the edge of the water just to see if I can get over to, there to see like what's going on. The edge of the water. So this whole sex area that you are in is filled with water. Well, you said there, like, okay, the walls. You Like, I noticed there was rippling on the walls, so. So you kind of follow, put your hand up on it, uh, pit in the pendulum style. One thing that you do notice as you walk towards the wall is you feel something f- flutter past your legs as you're walking through the water. God, fuck. Babitha and Blep, it is your turn. Great. So first things first, uh, Blep is going to shoot an Eldritch Blast out at the mare. Uh, he's croaking fiercely. When you yelled to Blep, were you giving him Bardic Inspiration? Or were you just yelling for fun? Uh, no, that was Bardic Inspiration. Sorry, I, sorry that I didn't uh, specify. That's what I thought it was. That's why I asked. So, yeah, you have a little bit of help. Yeah, I'm going to need that. <laughs> Remember, uh, Blep can add that to damage or healing. You know what? He's going to hold on to that because he's going to... So he shoots an Eldritch Blast off. He's honestly, he's so caught off guard that it just shoop, goes right past the mare. But So he rapidly turns to Babitha and uses his bonus action to cast Healing Word. Ooh, nice. Um... So that's five points of damage plus Spartic Inspiration. So that's nine points of damage. So Babitha is now up. And may she take her turn now? I don't know how turn order works between you and a sidekick. I don't see why, if you took Blep first, that you couldn't do Babitha. Okay. She's down on the ground, so she's kind of like, she's using the moment where the mare's thinks that she's still incapacitated. So she's like not really moving, but she's kind of moving her eyes and looking around the room for something stable. Like, does the desk look particularly heavy or um, is there like a column or a pole or something? Yeah. So you're right next to this like coffee table that has um, different drinks, coffee, creamer, things like that on it, teas. There's bookshelves in the rooms. There's her big desk. And then there. I reckon, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the two chairs that you guys were standing in would have fallen down into this uh, murky water with Liza and Gaultier. So just keep that in mind. But yeah, there's a lot of things in this room. Then um, whatever is going to look kind of the sturdiest, uh, so Babitha is going to uh, very subtly wiggle her fingers and mumble, and send the rope of climbing out. Uh, and it will fasten itself to whatever is, you know, secure in that vicinity. And knowing, drop... knowing your intention, the desk is definitely strong enough to 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 hold that. Like it's like a large oak desk. Okay, so let me shoot that out again. It is uh, actually the president's resolute desk. Okay, great, great, great. So knowing that there is the massive president's desk, uh, Babitha. shoots forward um it kind of comes out of her sleeve like when a magician is pulling uh handkerchiefs out and it just kind of keeps going uh it's kind of comes out it has that kind of effect to it as it flies forth and it's already nodding itself into small intervals at every foot or so uh and it drops down into the pit and secured to the desk 
she is probably going to see this, but please roll a deception. Or sleight of hand, I mean. I think is uh, far more suitable. Stealth? I think sleight of hand. Well, you tell me. Stealth or sleight of hand? What I do you see. think your, your play it's here the is? the same modifier, honestly. So let's call it sleight of hand. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to mask your movement with your hands. and. It's a 13. Okay. The rope does what you want it to do. Great. And then I'm going to use half my mo- movement to stand up. And then I'm gonna, she's gonna look at the mare, kind of crack her neck, say, well, that wasn't very polite, was it? And suddenly from off the ground, her walking staff snaps up and cracks the mare in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Beth is just standing there at the hurricane, just... Hell yeah. Comes back. That is a 15 to hit? That does hit. Holy shit! Alright, the tables are turning, aren't they? The tables are turning! (laughs) Something good happened, guys. Oh my god. Yeah, I thought, okay, okay. I was like, if this doesn't hit, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. I was like, for sure, she's gonna have 16. That's one point of damage. Oh. That's six points of damage. Six points of of bludgeoning damage. But I think I actually did that incorrect. So it's only hey, it's still six points of damage. It's a D four plus two, and I rolled a four on the D four, so it's six points either way, honest nice. and dishonest. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. That is the end of your turn. Would you like to move more? She would get an opportunity attack. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I can't handle an opportunity <laughs> attack. Thank you. No, thank you. I will wait. All right. Let's go down the order. Galtier standing or still sitting in the gross, murky, disgusting, stinky, foul-smelling water. I will stand up out of this awful mire that I find myself in. I will look at the uh, now, I suppose, muddy glass of whiskey I was holding on to and remark to no one in particular, uh, well, this was poorly and underaged anyway. Uh, Throw that glass over my shoulder. (laughs) The rope, I assume, has fallen down the pit. At this point? Yes. Um, yep. I would like to climb that <laughs> rope. Okay. Let's see that sweet athletics check. I don't know what climbing is. I think it's just DC5. Like, it's very low, isn't it? Yes, it is very low. I agree with that assessment. Uh, you know what? I'm going to see what the Goog has to say about it. Meanwhile, Liza's just, like, touching the wall. And they're just like, I, I think we can get the way out of here. La- La- like, not looking Liza, behind turn, them. Turn, turn around. Liza. Uh, look over here. Hey, we got our rope friend. Come on now. Did you roll an athletics check? Yes, I did. What'd you get? An eight. Okay, I'm putting it at DC five. Apparently, as per the rules that I'm seeing online, there is actually no check unless I deem it a very difficult climb. So, it's a little bit tricky. Okay. You're Could able to make it up. up. However, it does take a take double movement to climb, so you can get up just to the rim. Okay. You said that takes all of my movement, so I have zero at this point? Yes. Okay, so then this won't work. Okay. Um, Unless you want to dash. um, I will use the rest of my... I I will use my action, since I can't do anything else, to just get fully out of the pit. Um, As I come out of the pit, I assume Babitha's fairly close to it. Is the mayor on the other side, or has she come around and sort of closed distance already? I guess she must have, because she attacked Babitha. Yeah, exactly. So as you're climbing up this rope, when you come up out of the hole, you're going to be facing the desk. And basically to your 
seven o'clock or eight o'clock is where Babitha and the mayor are standing probably 10 feet away from the hole. The desk is five feet in front of you and the glorious morning light is coming from your three o'clock. I would like to head toward uh, the two of them. I think I can probably close all that distance with my rest of my movement and position myself. I want to kind of come up behind Babitha and that'll be it. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of a flanking position. I'm into it. Let's circle back around. That's how it works. Liza, you're, you've moved off to the wall in this pit and you're feeling your way around pit in the pendulum style, trying to see if there's any way out, some sort of a lever, some sort of a ladder maybe or something. And you feel this flittering around your legs, a little bit of a splashing and splashing motion in the water. And then out of nowhere, you feel, you feel a whole bunch of little chomps at your legs. I've got a bad feeling about this. Eight is a 24 hit you. <laughs> it's just a good old fashioned DM joke. Suck my dick, Nick. Hey, hey. 14 points of damage. Fish don't make noise generally like that, but pretend that they do. Araniconda. You're slowly realizing and painfully realizing that you're in some sort of a, a fish swarm situation. Araniconda. And it's the mayor's turn Ouch. again. <laughs> That's all. That does not hurt. Liza's like trying to kick them, but just is not doing a good job. Blep. Not good. The mayor stands in front of you, sword in the air, coming down with brutal force. Can she hit? Does a 15 hit, Blep? A 15 hits. Savage. Blep's just looking at eight little tiny baby points of damage. She comes down with one slice, Blep dodges out of the way, and she comes back around with a backhand slice, smacks him in the face. Frog blood. Liza, it's your turn. Liza can turn around and see the rope, correct? Correct. I'm going to do another perception check just to see if there's anything, like, interesting down here. Just, like, why not? Uh Uh-huh. That is a dirty 20. Ooh, I like that a lot, Liza. Good call. You turn towards the rope to make your way, to climb your way out of this pit, and something catches your eye on the far side of the pit as you're turning back towards the rope. Again, Uh this pit is about 20 feet across, and on the far side you see the light from the hole above just kind of glimmers off of something on the other side. Because it's deep water, this is going to be difficult terrain. So, could... Liza run through the difficult terrain and vault off of theoretically one of the water, uh, one of the chairs that are in the water, because those would probably be sticking up out of the water yes. a little bit. That sounds cool. Okay, so I can save a little bit of movement. I'll give you an extra five for it. I see it more like you can't run up and jump off of it. I kind of see it as like moving up to it and like rolling it over backwards and writing it down. I mean, if I could get up on that and just use my jump which would be 10 feet because that's my strength modifier you have to be able to have a 10 foot run up and in difficult terrain mm. you can't you can't get that you can't achieve that mm. okay so basically i would have to use my full movement to get over there because i only have 30 that would get me up 35 feet and with difficult terrain that's about 20 feet away correct mm-hmm. so i would have to dash and would the additional of the dash be enough to get you up to the top? 
If I'm doing an object interaction, can I dash too? To get to where you're going, it's you only need to move three squares to get there. Oh, okay. Right? Because you occupy a space in this 20 foot oh. opening. Okay. So effectively, the farthest that you're going to be moving is, you know, D&D graph sense is 15 feet. Okay. So you can get there with 15 okay. feet. And then cool. if you need to dash, you know, it would be another 10 feet or so back to the rope. And then you can climb up as much as you could climb up. And I'm not allowed to use a bonus action when I dash, correct? I think you can. You can. There's Yeah, dash is an Oh, action. it's a full action. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I'm going to run over to this object, whatever it is. Okay. Liza, you slog yourself over to the other side and... This fucking better be worth it. You <laughs> you come to this... Uh, oh, yeah, you're going to get an opportunity attack as you leave, but we'll resolve that in a minute. God fucking you, shit. <laughs> you come to this mass that's sort of just floating up against the far wall, and it looks like as everything fell, you know, it disrupted the water and pushed everything out, and you see this mass of, like, black and black and green kind of fabric that's crumpled up against the wall and there's a little glisten um, kind of crumpled up into it where the light has reflected off some kind of metal maybe oh fallen brethren uh, who would be uh, black and green what city is that that would be in the ash fields green is typically Delane up to the northeast okay yeah, and black might indicate something along the ash belt that leads to Delane. Okay, so the ash belt is not very wealthy, and Delane is a fairly like middling city, right? Delane is fairly well off, and it's because the ash belt creates fertile farmland in a full, basically the full stretch of Delane. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Um, so yeah, this, I, I was basically just seeing if this was a person who mattered. The more you know. Uh, is it possible that I could, uh, find a, uh, like identification patch? Like, uh, like, you know, when you go to your mechanics shop, there's like a Bob, a <laughs> uh, little patch on it. Uh, yeah, roll I, a, there... uh, roll an investigation. But first tell me if, a if a 17 hits you. God damn it. Yeah. This one's not going to feel so great, Liza. These little bad boys under the water swarm up and chomp on, or as you're leaving, chomp on you for 14 points of damage. Okay, so Liza's down. Oh, shit. Fuck. Uh... You guys got to deal with some stuff. God, I really debated if I should go up the thing or not or wait for you because I was worried about this. Oh, this got nasty. Fortunately, as we've previously discussed the rules for drowning in 5e are very generous wait a minute what's your constitution god <laughs> asking for a friend asking for a friend i don't it, i don't know your friends are all here fuck you there's no way it's asking for a friend <laughs> nick nick you have no friends <laughs> my constitution's 14 so plus two plus two so we were all alive a minute ago nick <laughs> <laughs> i believe that means that you have two minutes before you start making death saves i'll look it up right now but you have plenty of time because we're in combat to don't fret over it quite yet okay i just figured me falling on top of one of the chairs meant that i was like out of the water kind of like half out of the water i'm not trying to kill you but if you die you die i mean it kind of seems like you've been trying to kill us all night so anyways galtier it's your turn <sighs> holy shit it does seem that way doesn't it i promise i'm not it's i i just got some nasty rolls right out of the gate 
Um, okay, can Galtier hear the sounds of combat from the pit? Like, do, am I aware of anything that's going on with Liza? Yeah, roll a perception. I'll do it a little retroactively to see if you had noticed anything before you left the pit. Similarly you to how... You definitely hear Liza just go, oh my dear God, <laughs> as they're falling down. Uh, yeah, well, I rolled a four, so... Okay, so you saw the same thing as Liza um, when you were down there. Like, this was kind of that initial roll when you first stood up out of the water, looked around, your eyes were kind of not adjusted to the dark, and you couldn't see anything well. All right, I am going to, uh, as, as I said, I was approaching uh, Babatha, Blep, and the mayor from sort of behind Babatha. I want to come up right behind Babatha and use my bait and switch maneuver. Babatha means that you and I swap places as long as you are willing. So you now I go in front, I go up to the mayor and you pop behind me. I like do si do you. And uh, you, depending on how tall Gaultier is, you could effectively like step over me. Like G- Gaultier <laughs> just hurdles Babatha, just like track yeah. and field style. <laughs> um, and until the end of my next turn, you get a plus six to your AC. Holy wow. shit, you beautiful, beautiful men. Oh, it's uh, amazing. Gaultier, darling. My, my hero. Alright, so I gotta mark off a superiority die for that move. And then I'm gonna take an attack at the mayor. <laughs> Fuck me. That's a natural one. Natural one? <laughs> Thank you for that. That's what I that's what I needed. I am both fun and benevolent. I would like you to recount. So I was like 10 feet away from them at the start of my turn. Or no, I, I made it all the way to them, I guess, because I dashed last time. So I think I have still my whole movement, more or less. And you said they're like 10 feet from the pit? Yes. Okay, so having buffed Babatha and attempting to hit the mayor, but fully fucking it up, I want to fucking yeet myself back into the pit to try to help Liza. Do you want to know? Do you want to know why this is amazing? Because when I said I'm both a benevolent and fun DM, I was going to make your fumble the mayor shoving you back into the pit. <laughs> so you come up, you, you help Babatha somehow miraculously, and you take this strike at the mayor. And as you are making this strike, her strong little dwarven legs crouch down and she shoulders you backwards and you happen to fall backwards into the pit. Splash. Here, Gautier Weekly. I meant to do that. I came to rescue you. Uh, and I guess if I have if I have any movement after getting shoved, um, I would like to stand and sort of um, just get. My I want to get prepared to start trying to haul Liza out, but I can't really do anything else. Okay. Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your perspective here, it is these mysterious fish turn. And being as Gautier is a closer of- and easier target at this point splashing down they are going to rush over to Gaultier and try to chip chomp on him you wouldn't be the ugliest thing that tried to hurt me 19 uh yeah that's gonna hit all right these guys are on fire i'm on fire it's crazy oh eight points of damage you're frowning like that's not very good you know that's like 30 percent of all of our hit points right we're level three bro <laughs> so could Liza like potentially use their charisma and like shape a water this shit? <laughs> I want to back up. Max, <laughs> can you please just add to your character sheet shape of water this shit? Just like one d twenty plus charisma uh, minus three self respect points. I'm so sorry. The spell is called shape water, not shape of oh. water. Oh. <laughs> Such a better spell though. So, Mayor is up, and given the extenuating circumstances that have just occurred, 
Gualtier, how does your defense mechanism work? Does it work if you're not there? Yeah, B- Babitha has that plus six to AC until the end of my next turn. Okay, so what's going to happen is she was attacking Blep last time, so she's going to make... She has two attacks. Peek behind the curtain. She's going to make one attack at Blep, and then she's going to follow it up with an attack on Babitha. Jesus, fudge muffins. Nin- 19 to hit Blep. <laughs> <laughs> and how many pastry is Spirit of Crostini? Ah! Jesus, fudge muffins. All right, guys, my luck is starting to turn. Five points of damage. And then 14 to hit Babitha. That's a miss, motherfucker! All right, you got me. You didn't get me. It's Liza's turn. Give me that sweet, sweet death roll. Great. That's a four. Oh, yeah. Uh, changelings can't die. Is that... I forgot to... Yeah, that's right. While I'm looking up that rule, that's a fail. And Babitha, it's your turn. <laughs> Babitha is now really starting to... Now you're really making me angry. This is no way to treat a guest in your home, darling. And she casts... She actually reaches for one of her potion bottles and pops the cork out and (laughs) goes gestures as if she's going to splash it. And while nothing actually comes out of the bottle, uh, she feels... The mayor feels as if she's being hit with a... I don't know, uh, a ray of sickness, maybe? I hate it, but mostly I hate that I love it. 17 to hit. Yes, that hits. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, that's going to be 2d8 poison damage. That's a 3. And that's a 6. That's 9 points of poison damage. Babitha, you're the only person that's hit the mayor. Uh, and you also need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Natural 19. Okay. <laughs> the uh, eye rolls. Did you crick your neck when you did that? That was huge. Then you do not remain poisoned. Okay. Uh, moving on. Blep? Okay. Uh, Blep's gonna Eldritch Blast this bitch. Classic. That's a 19 to hit. Yeah, that's gonna hit him. That's 1d10 force damage. That's 8 points of damage. Um, Babitha and Blep, roll perception. Oh, excuse me. As a bonus action, he will also be casting Healing Word on Babitha. Classic Blep. Now roll perception, please. Perception. So Babitha gets... A 13, and Blep also gets a 13. Weird. Yeah. As Blep's Eldritch Blast impacts the mayor, you see, it's almost like you blink your eyes or something for just an instant. The mayor's skin, like, flickers all black just for an instant. Call here. It's your turn. Oh, no. Come on, Liza. We got to get ourselves up out of here. Uh, I want to try to pick up Liza and scoot back up this rope. With Liza in hand? Yeah, I'm going to. This is some hero shit, bro. Okay, it's going to be substantially harder than a DC-5 this time. I mean, I assumed. But but the but the shiny thing, the shiny thing's down there. I have to get to the shiny thing. You could tie the rope around them. Climb up the rope and pull them up to safety. 
It, yeah, it does seem like you could do that. Unfortunately, I didn't say that. Great. <laughs> but that does sound like a better plan. I say stick with it. Give me your athletics check. You're trying to climb a rope one-handed. Liza, or how how can you carry Liza and climb a rope? First of all, paint me a word picture with your dulcet dulcet tones. I your assume voice. that with um, Liza's outfit, there's like a lot of strappy bits. So I'm gonna throw them over my shoulder, fireman style, and just like hook a leg strap to an arm strap. I'm gonna wear Liza like Mardi Gras beads, and I'm gonna say, "Now let the parade begin here!" And I'm gonna make my way up this rope. So stupid. These are all of these things that Liza is saying is just like dreaming. This is just reliving previous experiences. <laughs> I'm going to oh, lay it down love. for you, black and white. I'm going to call this a DC 16 athletics check. It's going to be pretty okay. tricky. It's possible, but it's going to be and tricky. And you're giving me advantage because... Um, actually, I'm thinking disadvantage because you have a person on your back. Whatever, bro. No, seriously, that was a disadvantage. <laughs> no, just... No, no, no. Just regular. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. I think I set the DC a reasonable height. That... Here we go. Here we go. Come on, baby. That's a natural 18. Damn! Okay. Um, I'm going to hamper your climb speed a little bit. You're going to be able to get to the lip, yes. but you're not... In this action, mm. you're not going to be able to throw Liza up and get yourself up. Just the sheer bulkiness and in motion, it's going to be too much to do in one turn. Picking Liza up, strapping on, climbing, and getting out. Does that all take up my action, or do I... So, like, I guess what I'm saying is if I choose to use my action as part of this, could I get just Liza up? Okay, fair, yeah. Okay, I will choose to do that. I want to basically get to the top and go to the other, like, oh, oh, Liza, you look lighter from the outside. And then just, like, <laughs> huck, get my shoulders just high enough to, like, roll them onto the top. Uh, and then I'll still be what at the, the edge. What did you say? <laughs> okay. You certainly are mouthy for an unconscious person. Uh, I think that's all I can do. I'll show you, mouthy. So you guys hear the splish splash of some fishes moving around down in the murky, stinky water. And we're coming back to the top of the order as the mayor gets to make yet another move. Oh. What did you think that I'm a moron? You thought that I was gonna you thought I was gonna look at that and just take it? I was just gonna accept that? His head's not shaped like a football. I think she's gonna stay on this slash track here with one for Blep, one for Babitha. Knock you guys both out at the same time. Let's go Blep first. Natural one. Is oh, that that's hit? A miss. Oh, damn it. That's a fumble, actually. Oh, no, we're not doing fumbles yet. I think next level I'll start pulling... Uh... I thought you said fifth level. I mean, it's technically a fumble if the head's there, right? Oh, shit. The, the, the head falls on the floor. It's crazy. Everybody's scrambling for it. There's an 18 hit. Yeah. Um, oh, no, it doesn't hit because it's not the end of... Oh, it is the end of gold tears. So, yeah, it doesn't hit. Ooh. Max damo, 10 damage. Still up? Are you still up? Yes, because Blep healed me. Nice. I am into it. Um, Mayor. Thank fucking Christ. Liza, it's your turn again. One death save failed. What do you got? That is a nat 20. You are conscious with one hit point. So, Liza's back up. Fuck yeah. I didn't realize that's what happened. You, You conned so hard, it was crazy. Which is ironic because Liza's a con. Foreshadowing? question mark mm-hmm. <laughs> as as Liza comes to 
they grab onto Gaultier's like thigh, kind of like hanging off of them. And they just come to because they just realize that they are clinging on to Gaultier and they just are so annoyed with being saved by him that they like will themselves awake. They're just like these fucking guy and get up. Oh, I'm modifying to see you awake, darling. Whenever you start your turn with zero hit points, you make a special save. Okay. I want to play it at the end of your turn now because we already said that, but I'm, I am I feel like it should be at the end of your turn, but it says whenever you start your turn with zero, you make a special save. Play it this way for now. Let me read this actual text of the rule afterwards, and if it comes up again, we will modify. But for now, it happens at the end of your turn. Jeremy Crawford, do you get a turn after rolling critical 20 on death saving throw, or does your turn end there? You make a death save when your turn starts. If you roll a 20, the one HP you gain lets you then act. Okay. Jeremy Crawford's the man. Fuck yeah. Uh, no dispute for me. So none of that just happened. Let's rewind a little bit. Reset. <laughs> Liza, you cough up a whole bunch of gross water. And take a big old gasp of clean air. Sounded like something distinctly different from that, but okay. Uh, (laughs) Liza wakes up, clocks the shiny thing in the pit, rolls over, casts command, and tells the uh, mayor to jump. Okay. Yeah. Get him, Liza. Get him. Actually, gonna say dive. I'm gonna say can we just dive. slightly retcon the way this spell works and take away the one word restriction so Liza can actually command move bitch get out the way get out the way bitch get out the way <laughs> what is my save it's a con save um wisdom save uh DC 13 the mayor pivots on her feet she turns to you and you see her the sword lowers down by her side for just a second and she slow blinks at you You thought I was a moron. You tried to pull one over on me, and now you think you're going to try to pull another one over on me. You got another thing coming, and it's coming right now. Well, on my turn. That seems like a little bit less of a threat than it was just moments ago. (laughs) Babitha, it is your turn. Cool, cool, cool. Babitha is going to uh, cure wounds herself. Seven points of healing for Babitha. Feeling that she is fading and fading quickly, uh, mumbles to herself a spell to cure her wounds. And while that takes hold, she, she feels something happening, something different in her head and she remembers now that she had started to drink down a little mixed cocktail before all of this kicked off. She's not really sure what's about to happen. Oh no. (laughs) Live for the chaos. This can't be good. Spell of spontaneous combustion. (laughs) She closes her eyes, she focuses inward, she tries to identify the feeling that's within herself. It's a sort of weightlessness, and she she's feeling good, she's feeling 
a little invigorated and when she opens up her eyes, she is 10 feet above the ground. She is flying. Happy Barbie, what the fuck? Can you control this flying or is it just like, is this uncontrollable? Nope, I have a flying speed of 10 feet for 10 minutes. What? Well, now this would have been useful a few moments ago. <laughs> Seems like perchance you've done this a bit too late. <laughs> You're kidding. Why were you not above the fucking trap door? I mean, come on. So, uh, everybody, Babitha is uh, an alchemist. So that is her 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 area of expertise in, in artificery. Uh, she's always been interested in potions. She's always been experimenting, as you guys know. And she believes very strongly in the ethics of, you know, testing things on herself. Um, and lately, she's been feeling more and more pulled towards the arcane and she's been feeling like she's on the edge of something and she has been toying with a particular base potion that modified in different ways seems to have different effects but she doesn't have a lot of control over it and so what this is is the third level artificer spell experimental elixir uh, which means that when I expend one of these elixirs, I uh, one of six things happens. Uh, one of which, in this case, is that I have gained the ability to fly. Sick. Uh, I am going to save the other options. Uh, the one that I will share is the the very base thing that you get is uh, is healing of two d four plus your intelligence modifier. So, bare minimum, uh, this was going to kind of bring her back to back up. So on that note, she opens her eyes, she lets out a laugh, she whips out one of her hands, and once again, her walking stick smacks and takes a crack across the back of the mayor's head. That is an 18 to hit. Confirmed hit. And that is four points of damage. Okay. It's been slow and steady, but you're chipping away at this at this little dwarf. Does Blep want to take a turn? Liza! Go to it, Blep! Look! I'm fucking flying! <laughs> I fucking knew it! I fucking knew it! I've done it! Look at me! You don't say. I, I mean, you're in the air. I don't know how. It's happening! I'm so happy! Blep shoots her down with an Eldritch Blast. Absolutely not. Right. Blood does, however, uh, immediately after slowly. I, I think everybody in this moment is there's kind of a pause uh, in combat where absolutely everybody in the room kind of stops for a minute and turns their heads upwards at this flying gnome uh, who is just absolutely gleeful and seems almost completely detached now mentally from what's going on down below and taking advantage of that moment of confusion when Blep snaps back to it he shoots another eldritch blast off at the mayor that's an 18 to hit that's another hit fuck yes and that is that is four points of force damage. Not for nothing. You see her stagger backwards, and she's kind of covered in these black pock marks now from where she's been eldritch blasted so many times. And she, she's furious and fuming and angry and, like, literally fuming from this singed clothes and 
burned areas of her skin. Gualtier, what's up? You got a dope move or what? Yeah, seeing this like uh, gnome sort of floating up into the air, I think he was already like a couple of strides towards the combat. Um, obviously intending to once again sort of hurdle Babs and uh, protect her, but she's now sort of free-floating, so it looks much sillier as he steps aside and is like, now don't worry, miss, I'll take care of this one. But he has to instead like duck under her floating form and sort of just like push her back behind him and she's um, scooting sort of weightless. Um, But I will use my bait and switch once more. This time, however, I am going to take the AC bonus. Oh, and of course, it's a shitty one, so I only hit a one. Uh, and then I oh, roll. you get to roll for the AC bonus? That yeah. is cool. It, it eats up a superiority die, so I roll a d8, and whatever I get is the bonus. Oh, no way. You can add an 8 to your AC? If you roll good, or you can get a 1. Um, That's cool. And then I will attack uh, the mayor. Ow! Uh, that is a 15. That is a hit. Whew, finally. Everyone's doing so great. I'm so proud of all of you. Well, I don't you realize you can join us here in a minute. It won't work. I I can tell you that right Get now. Get your eyes off the shiny. Uh, that'll be uh, eight points of piercing damage. Okay. She's not looking so hot, guys. You guys are, are making headway, most certainly. After your turn, Galtier, you hear the splash of water down below as the swarm of unidentified fish flutters through the water. And it's the mayor's turn again. And being predictable, she pivots her way towards Galtier and retaliates against the big beefy guy. Nine. Fuck him up. Oh, wait. Well, the dwarves have never been able to handle the fight and prowess of a real oath not so magical. Uh, does an 18 hit you? I know a nine doesn't. Does it 18? It does not, madam. Yeah! I should have struck the frog. <laughs> My AC is 18, but the plus one for my little maneuver is what bumped me over the edge. Dang. Okay. Okay, that's clutch. I'll give it to you on that one. Liza, your turn. Liza. It is time to do the work that I don't do. Liza's just so out of it because they swallowed enough of this uh, gross vata that they uh, are... (laughs) They're a little delirious. They were just knocked out. Their ankles hurt from getting eaten by piranhas. Everything is just really weird right now. Liza's going to run because they they stood up and then cast command. They're going to stand up, run 20 feet past the mayor. Okay, you're you're going to be nearly at the wall of this of this office at this point, but okay. It's a pretty big office. I want to take a running jump and kick the mayor into the pit 300 style. 300, that shit! I will allow you to try this. The wrestling uh, fucking alter ego of Liza that's Eliza door is my favorite imagination I've had of this character so far. I'm I'm 100% going to allow you to try this. The queen rises to the top. If I roll a nat one, I'm jumping into if the pit. If you roll a nat one, you're knocking <laughs> Galtier into the pit. Fuck. Even more reason to do it. He's standing almost back to the pit. So the angle that you're coming at, you're trying to calculate your angle to hit just the mare and knock her in. 
But if you miscalculate, she is going to tumble into Galtier, domino him into the Max, I want you to know. You can make your attack. I have never been more certain of anything in my entire life than that my body is ready for this. Fucking do it. So Liza Stereo. Do you guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to allow this with a caveat, but I'm not going to tell you what that caveat is until you make your attack. I give myself bardic inspiration by doing a uh, a. Uh, fucked. I I run up <laughs> twenty feet, and I just turn around, and I just am like, brother. <laughs> <laughs> And then just charge. You better watch your back, brother. All I could... Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you, brother. Just make sure you eat your vitamins. Uh, okay. I don't. What am I adding to this? Well, are you rolling your bardic inspiration? I I would give you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're not proficient unarmed. I don't think. And it's an improvised weapon. Is it? How does unarmed work? Of my foot. Wait, are we assuming around? that Liza's not proficient at two-footed drop kicks? Because I think, <laughs> I unfortunately, I think not proficient. But you can add your strength to it. You're you're putting your whole body behind it. So go ahead and add strength. Oh, okay, cool. So I get a minus Fuck. one. Um, <laughs> add, okay. <laughs> if you do it Liu Kang um, style, I'll let you add dexterity. But you already said Hulk Hogan, so. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you said three hundred. You were Leonidasing. Oh yeah. I I also said Liza Ooh, Stereo, and oof, I would say Ray Mysterio oof. was all Liza Nitus is a thing we haven't said yet that I just need to say out loud. I, I gotta I gotta play along with the three hundred. You could add strength. I'm not gonna let you do Dex. This is a pure strength move to try to shove a push kick the mayor. What if this was a performance? <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 Max, are you trying to say that wrestling's not real? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, it is. It's just a performance that is real. <laughs> Guys, suddenly my internet's failing. I think Nick, can I don't... can I roll a persuasion check on you <laughs> real quick? Well, I won't let anything be added aside from your strength. It's too far to do it without using brute force. Like have you wait, have you ever tried to drop kick somebody ten feet? I I have drop kicked someone. Alright, so go ahead and add your strength. They weren't a dwarf though. Uh-huh. Ooh, baby. Okay. So all combined. That is a 18. You know what? Fuck it. I, I'll, I'll allow it. Sure. Why not? You kick the mayor. Full contact. You run, That's running a 14 start. plus a 5. Minus a 1. Jump up in the air. <laughs> Smash the mayor. <laughs> she tumbles backwards on her stout rolling dwarven frame. <laughs> tumbles. Arm bends backwards. Sword falls to the ground. <laughs> Head smashes on the rim of the of the hole and just barely stops for an instant falls in wow you're gonna pay for that you're gonna pay damn it yeah you're gonna pay for this you're gonna pay for all of it Liza, you should shoot her with your bow (laughs) oh no I will I will not be doing any more harm to this person. I will let my little buddies do the rest of that. <laughs> oh, wonderful, darling. The let's GTFO. Uh, oh, no. And then as as Liza turns to talk to Babitha... And by turns, you mean looks up? Oh, yes. Uh, well, I could, turns could be turning. Okay, yes. But looks up at Babitha. Babitha can't see Liza's face. Liza turns into the mayor and is just like... <laughs> 
there are some things that need to be taken care of. <laughs> oh, shit. Hard move, baby. Hard move. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we can only imagine what is going to happen next time on Knucklebug. Oh, Max, I want you to take a full 1,000 experience points. Oh, and dang, Amazing. baby. Amazing. That was so good. So Babitha, I want you to take 200 experience points. Brilliant play. Galtier, nice work. <laughs> he, only, he only entirely kept us alive for the entire combat. I'm dumb and not funny.